0: Dave Ziegler joins us, GM of the team. How was bye week for you? Let's jump in there because I interviewed the coach today and he talked about seeing his son play high school football you have a young family. You just moved here. What was it like to get away? Even though you probably didn't get away, you got a lot of work going on.
1: Yeah, a lot of work going on, a lot of self-reflection um, from, a, even from a scouting and personnel standpoint, looking at, you know, what we've done well, areas we can improve, uh, looking at the team, you know, specifically looking at different areas where we think, you know, we can, um, you know, possibly upgrade the team. What players are progressing? You know what players need improvement in certain areas, and so a lot of a lot of, uh, of self reflection in that regard. And then yeah, got to t- got to spend a little time um, with the family, got away for a little bit. Good. Kids got to go down a water slide at the at the hotel a hundred times. You know, Carissa got a break, and um, yeah, it was a good time to. to um, you know, to reset, refresh. It's a, it's a new part of the season, and we're excited to. Um, you know, we're excited for the journey here.
0: Let's talk about some early challenges. It was a perfect preseason in regards to the record and what you did in training camp, and then coming in, we knew the schedule was going to be front loaded, but you take it one game at a time. So mm-hmm. the slow start this year and reflecting on that, what have you seen?
1: Yeah, well, I think when you look back in, um, when you look back at the preseason specifically, and and I know like there was a different set of players playing, but when you look at that, uh, if you look at those games individually. One thing that stands out are low penalties and no turnovers, and those were the things that show up in every game, regardless if it's a preseason game, a scrimmage, or a regular season game. Those are keys to victory, and I would say when you look at uh, when you look at our first four games. Um, um, you know the, the the games that we you know we've had issues in you see high penalties and you see turnovers and so I think those are the you know those are the 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 little things that we need to continue to to clean up continue to focus on because the margin um, to win a game here it's it's so tight yeah and you give a freebie away or you go you know you get you get a holding penalty and it's first and twenty you know those are just they're, they're difficult things to overcome when you 're playing good football teams and and we did a uh, we've done a, we did a better job of that in the preseason um, um, than, what, than what we've done here at the you know first half of the season, or first quarter of the season.
0: Dave Ziegler joins us, the GM. So I was talking to Josh McDaniels a couple of weeks ago, and he said even at the Charger game, you're on the phone, you're looking at injuries, you're always thinking ahead. One of your many strengths here. I want to start with the injuries, and nothing specific going into uh, Houston, obviously, but Nate Hobbs goes on IR. Mm-hmm. You look at that room, and when you're thinking about improving the team going forward, what is that like for you in your position with your team, your scouts, and how you figure out who you want to look at?
1: Yeah, um, it's a good question. A lot of it is, you know, again, system fit, Mm -hmm. you know, what what the skill set of some of the players are and how do they fit the scheme that we're running? And then who's available that has that skill set that fits that scheme? Um, you know, there's a, there's an element of, you know, a familiarity to um, players that, that, that you've worked with possibly that know the system that can come in and there's a more seamless transition mm-hmm. because we're in the regular season. We play every Sunday and, you know, there's an element of that that you look for too. And so, um, but it goes back, um, the other aspect is going back to the traits of the players that are there. Again, from a, a skill set standpoint, but also intelligence, also character and who's going to come in and kind of be able to run, uh, run, run run with it quickly and, um, progress and grow quickly. And so those are the things that we look for and, and, you know, champ and, and DJ and, and those guys do a great job of just staying on top of the league, say, staying on top of who's on different practice squads, um, that may be an upgrade guys that are on the street. Uh, and that's where, you know, constantly working out players to see
0: if we can, you know, find someone that can, that can help us in one way or another. When I look at the team now with the trade deadline, you're always wanting to improve the team. What is your background with that from, former teams you worked with? Because it's really different in the NBA. Fans go crazy at the trade deadline Mm -hmm. because there's salary dumps or this. You can maybe pick up a team. It's not really like that in the NFL from my history covering the sport. A lot of times this team stand pat and they go with what they have. Mm -hmm. How challenging is this if you look to upgrade the team or you got to make some hard decisions?
1: Yeah, it's challenging, and I've been involved in a few trade deadline, um, some trades at the deadline in, in in the past, and it's difficult because uh, when you're looking at the NFL, one um, draft picks are so valuable, yeah, and so uh, a lot of, you have to find the right team. If someone's willing to give up a pick for a player, they have to be in a position where they feel like they, they can give up a pick. So that's one thing. The other aspect is salary. And and what type of salary you're taking on, um, how many years are left on that contract, and then what does that equate to the value of the player? A player on the last year of his contract that's going to be an eight-game rental is going to be um, hopefully less expensive than a player that has two years left on the contract. And then they have to be a system fit. And so it's, it's, the NFL, it's difficult to find a, a match yeah. a lot of times in a trade because there's so many different elements that have to, have to come together. And then, again, you have to find the right player that can come in and seamlessly fit. And a lot of trade deadline deals, we've seen it in the past. There's been some years where there's been some big receivers traded typically you don't get the return on the investment, especially for skill players. Right. And the reason being, if you think about the, the continuity that's developed throughout the preseason, a quarterback, a receiver, a quarterback, a tight end, a running back working with the offensive line, when you just pluck and dump a player in that situation, it usually takes three or four weeks for, for them to get acclimated. And then you're almost to the, you know, to the end of the season. And so you really have to find the right fit. I've been, in some, I've been involved in some that have been successful, and I've been involved in some that
0: just took too long. Right. Dave Ziegler's our guest. So when you got here, you extended Max and Hunter and Waller Carr. Traded for Devontae. Those were huge deals in in regards to getting the right players locked up and then paying them and taking care of them as you look to the players that you're going to bring down the road eventually. So that's an interesting challenge and something that you embrace. And I really like the way you've handled this. You rewarded the players that you want to build around as you're always evaluating this roster. So the evaluation process, I'm sure people ask you about that all the time because you're looking ahead to years to come, but you want to beat the Texans this week.
1: Yeah, it's a constant. We meet every week on 2023. Yeah, and what the roster is shaping up to be, uh, where where our holes are going to be, um, what how does that equate to what's going to be possibly available in free agency? Uh, how does that equate to what we think is going to be available in the draft? And so there's a for for me specifically in my group, um, there's a consistent look to 2023, and, and every and every move that we make, um, it, we talk about what's going to be the impact in 23. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, this year. There was uh, we came in and I think we had about 38 players under contract, which was I think the third lowest in the league at the time. So we had to acquire a lot of players just to fill out the roster. Now, the goal going forward is drafting successfully, developing players here successfully, whether they were undrafted guys or guys that are on the practice squad that we feel um, can fill a role in year two and continue to build the roster where we're not, we're getting out of that cycle mm-hmm. of having to, you know, re-sign 40 players every year. Because um, it's just difficult, yeah, you know, when is. you're when you're bringing players in from all over the place to fit in your system, um, as we've done this year, there's a level of assimilation that takes place and there's a lot of learning that takes place. And And, um, you know, so we're going to hopefully continue to develop and draft well and and have this roster filled out where eventually we get to the point where free agency is two or three players, you know, that fill a direct need and, um, you know, have a more, I guess, concentrated
0: and focused approach. Let's get into O-line development. I've been fascinated by this since we talked in Canton about it. You knew you were going to go with seven or eight guys. You had to. That's the situation you were in. Now that you've pared it down to what looks like the five or six you're going with, how proud are you with these players that have stepped up? Harnham, what we're seeing on the edge at right tackle with Munford. How are they developing in your plan and what you thought of originally?
1: Yeah, uh, they've done a great job. We've been very excited with— um, the development of the offensive line. And, and again, uh, there, there's going to be ups and downs, but the group that's uh, the group that been playing has played together. Mm-hmm. Um, the assignment, they played good assignment football, and that's a big part of it is just go, doing the right thing, going to the right guy, um, uh, understand where the blitz is coming from, the right blitz pickup. And, and I think this group, Alex Bars has stepped in and done a really nice yeah. job um, in terms of executing his assignments, been very excited about Dylan. Um, Dylan's played started at two positions already as a a rookie, one being center, which is really difficult yeah, to it's, do, it's and you know he's shown um, good ability in both the run and the pass. And and Thayer's came along nice too. Um, he's getting a very valuable experience as a rookie, going against some of the top edge rushers in the league, and, and 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 I think he's done a good job of embracing the challenge, and and he's really committed himself. I would say just um, weight room diet practice habits. Thayer's done a really good job with that and so um, this group is playing hard. They're playing together. We've ran the ball very successfully in the last two weeks and uh,
0: that's a tribute to those guys and what they've done on the practice field and the extra work that they put in during the week. Let's go to the defensive line because Max is having an incredible year and you knew that and that's why you extended him. You brought in Chandler Jones. I thought he played better in the last game as he's trying to get going here and then the interior of your defensive line. What are you seeing as you evaluate the defensive line, especially going to a game like this, the coach said, this is a smash-mouth game. They don't do a lot of exotics. They just want to run right at you, and they're going to run it, and they're going to defend the run.
1: Yeah, and, and, and we've had our moments. I think we've been um, for the most part more successful defending the run um, than not. We got off to a slow start against Tennessee, um, which hurt us, but um, those guys inside, I think, overall, have done a good job. Bilal Nichols has done a good job. Um, Andrew Billings has really you know, made a commitment in the offseason to his body and, and, and staying in shape and, and cutting weight and he's really made a good commitment to that and has given us some positive plays and you know neil farrell has stepped up the last couple games which is good to see um and he's gotten some work uh, um, he's gotten some work in, during the regular season games which have been valuable for him so you know th- i think those guys have done a good job um there's room for improvement there and we'll continue to look for that and then on the edge um chandler and and max garner a lot of attention chandler garners a lot of attention there's a lot of chips coming his way there's a lot of um uh, pass protections being slid his way, which obviously has opened up things on the other side for Max Chandler's also done an outstanding job here the last couple of weeks in the run game, and that's not the sexy. That's not the sexy part that 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 you know the outside world necessarily looks in. Mm-hmm. He set the edge, uh, forced runs inside, defeated blocks, made tackles in the run game. He's been the three down a three down player, which is what we were hoping to add when we brought him. Um, you know, he had a better week last week in terms of the pressures, and you know Chandler just he continues to work at his craft, and, and you know, it'll just. Be a matter of time, you know, before, um, you know, those sexy stats in terms of the sacks sure. and things like that come. But um, we're proud of what he's doing and, you know, he'll continue to get better.
0: Dave, the fans here, it's really fun on radio that the fans are trying to find out what is this team about? What is the strength? And I look at it, I love the passing game, but I love what Josh Jacobs has done. Since Josh and you're evaluating him every game, yep. he's really exploded the last couple of weeks. I'm a Devontae guy when Darren Waller's healthy and what Hunter can do when healthy. And then you have Max Hollis and what you can do with Foster Moreau, I still look at this offense and say, I can't wait for it to really click because there's been some explosive plays. What are you optimistic about with this offense once it gets really rolling? I think one,
1: we have to get healthy, yeah. you know, and, and, again, because of the lack of health, um, the lack, you know, there's a continuity that's, you know, still developing and needs to be built. But, um, I'm excited because I think when we, when we, when we get that group healthy, um, we just have a lot of explosive playmakers and we have a lot of opportunities to move the football. We have a lot of opportunities to spread the football around to different people to make plays, um, hopefully to take some attention off, you know, some of the guys like Devante that's constantly getting doubled yeah. and things of that nature. And Josh has just been tremendous. Josh is uh, Josh is a football player in every sense of the world. He loves the process. He loves to practice. He loves to work out. Uh, he takes care of his body. He's done an excellent job with ball security, um, and and he's he's obviously running hard and playing physical. So it's been um, it's been a joy to watch him watch his development and and just see what type of football player he is. Monday, I would say Monday through Saturday. Yeah, and and that's oftentimes where the games are won. Um, is Monday through Saturday and the preparation that that needs to go into it. And so uh, there's a lot. There's a high ceiling with this offense. I think we've started to form, a, a, you know, a bit of an identity the last couple weeks and, and hasn't been perfect, still have room to grow. We need to make plays in critical moments. Mm-hmm. And that's what we haven't done. I mean, yeah. plain and simple. We haven't executed in, in some of the critical moments in the red zone, um, a couple critical moments in the game where we could have put the game away. Um, and, you know, a, again, we're not shying away from that. That's, that's the reality of it, and that's why we're 1-4. And, and so we need to keep continuing to improve.
0: Wrapping it up with Dave Ziegler, big picture NFL story lines are you surprised is it parody you look around you see some of the teams that are struggling you're struggling here looking to turn it around just big picture when you watch some of these games some of these scores teams that you think are going to win and then they struggle it's the Jets and the Giants in New York Tampa Bay's not flowing as they have uh, the Cowboys winning without Dak and getting him back just what you're noticing with the league this year from a distance
1: yeah the one thing you see is scoring's down yeah um and, and so you know why that is we're, we really haven't pinpointed that yet we're we we're researching it we're looking into it we want to understand why um, I think as we get a bigger sample size you know we'll, we'll we'll come to some more conclusions on that but there is a lot of parity and uh, a lot of teams of those teams have drafted well um, that hadn't you know they hadn't been good for a while they had high draft picks and, and they've hit on some of those and so uh, I I think you know that that that's a, you know a tribute to them and why we've had some of those teams that haven't had success. In the past, have been playing good football here at the beginning. And, and I think, again, it, it just shows like every week is so difficult to yeah. win that the level of execution, uh, the small things, ball security, penalties – uh, making the right read, doing your assignment, that, that matters, you know, and, and those are the things that um, we have to continue to get more consistent in. And when we do, um, the wins will come. I mean, that's just how it works. And so every week's a battle, every week's about your execution, and I can't emphasize enough, um, it's, it goes into what you do Monday through Saturday. And, and our group's really done a good job of developing in that area and growing in that area. And I'm excited in the direction that the team is going.
0: Last one, what have you learned about the community? here in Vegas since you've come here with this great position with your family and you moved across country? What have you noticed about Vegas, this building outside the building when your wife and yourself are going around town and meeting the Raider Nation and just people in your community? What yeah. have you noticed about Vegas?
1: Yeah, in, in the building, uh, just a, a lot of, um, we have, we've we've said it before, we have a lot of good people here. We have a lot of people that have a positive mindset um, that love coming to work every day and that work hard every day. When you're one in four, it's easy to go. The, the, uh, you know it 's easy to go in the tank, um, and it takes a lot of mental toughness and it takes the right culture within the building to stay positive and continue to per- push forward and progress so that 's been um, uh, you know a great thing to see um, here in the building out in the community um, there's some they 're passionate fans yeah it 's a passionate fan base i love uh, I love going into the stadium uh, when we 're home I like seeing them on the road. It's just, it's an energetic group. It's a group that's, you know, hungry for winning, uh, and, and, and they love the Raiders, and that's been really fun to see. And in the community, we've already just met a lot of good people, uh, a lot of good families. Um, the, the school that our kids are at, Lamping Elementary School, um, great teachers, you know, a, a really good school system there. We've been excited about that. And uh, again, a lot of people that are just really supportive, and we've made some good relationships already, and we're excited to be here, and, you know, excited to, um, we're excited to see this team, you know, go in the direction here as in this long-term vision of, of building a consistent winner and just seeing the excitement around the franchise when, when we start doing that. Thanks for making time for us today, Dave. Thank you. Appreciate you.